0: Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am sure you have heard the saying, behind every good man, there's a great woman. But as a thriving female entrepreneur, and I'm sure my guests today would agree, it goes both ways. According to the National Association of Women Business Owners, more than 9 million U.S. firms are now owned by women, employing nearly 8 million people and generating almost $1.5 trillion in sales. So it's clear that women entrepreneurs are a force to be reckoned with. However, it is far from easy. And I have come to realize over the last couple years how much I actually rely on my husband's support. And it turns out I'm not the only one, y'all. So I'm excited to be joined today by me and my husband's like BFF couple, <laughs> And here's some of their secrets on balancing love, life, and work. So let me introduce y'all to Rick and Maria Moore. Say what's up, y'all. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello. What's up, beautiful
0: people? (laughs) Yes, they have been married for 18 years, and they have co-owned several businesses together over the course of their marriage. They both share a love for business and have that undeniable entrepreneurial spirit. So Rick and Maria, welcome. I'm so glad y'all are here and on the show. And I couldn't think of two better people to be talking about balancing love, life, and work and entrepreneurship with. So before we dive in and start chatting and hearing about y'all best tips on this whole balancing act, entrepreneurship, and marriage, I want y'all to give us a little backstory On how y'all actually got started doing business together. And how y'all just became this little powerhouse item. Come on. Give me
1: all the deets. Listen. We have always loved business. But when we first got married. Rick had a business that was like booming. It was like a janitorial service type vibe. To where he cleaned restaurants. And apartments. And malls. And these accounts kept coming. And. They needed to be managed. So
2: that was our first, like, true, true business. Well, on the books, legal, legal
1: business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I promise the IRS won't get
0: a copy okay. there we go. of this. They can't come knocking and asking about the other stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our first businesses that we had. We've always been a couple that kind of supported each other in our dreams and different things that we wanted to do. Um, so I think even actually prior to that, if we went a little further back when we were dating before we got married uh i had this dream of being a real estate agent which i would say is also kind of your own business because that's what my mind was geared toward yeah. was trying to create my own space in it and uh didn't have the money to go to real estate school so this crazy woman sitting next to me was like i'll pay for real estate school <laughs> and uh don't know how she did it she got a credit card or something and uh And we wound up figuring out how to pay that thing off. But that's kind of how it started, just from the jump. And Maria has always, like during this time too, selling things through eBay and stuff. Back when it wasn't cool, now it's all cool to be Mm -hmm. a reseller and stuff. But uh, so we started in business even before we were married. So we kind of knew the person that you're marrying is someone that's willing to support you and help you to live out your dreams.
0: That part. Let me find out. My girl Maria been a rider, died since before the ring came in place. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. True story. So now I have to ask. So was that like the moment you knew you was like, oh, yeah, this shit got to be with
2: me forever? Well, I can't say that. That's like when you, and this is for the fellas, the ladies don't take this the wrong way. But like when a, a guy is dating a pretty woman and you're like, man, she really got it together, but then she can cook. And you're like, oh, my God, this is... <laughs> You know, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So it's kind of like that when you find out that she can cook because you already know that it's someone that you love and you got feelings for. Uh, but then it's like everything and more that you could ask for when you find out that they're willing to support you and some of your crazy ideas and your dreams. Yeah, yeah not everybody has that. So it's special.
0: that's good stuff. So tell me, how do you guys balance this whole thing with entrepreneurship and business and life and all of these things like give me some of the secrets
1: listen if I had the secret sauce for that G listen I would like have more money than we got now but I would tell you (laughs) how we do it and what works for us but first and foremost it is a ongoing battle like we can constantly have to make that a priority of saying like hey okay we spending too much time over here I know my husband, he'll be like, hey, you know, what time you knocking on work tonight, babe? Our offices are right across the hall. So I walk across the hall, you know, sit in his lap, hug him. He does investing. So it's like, I'll push the button for him. You know, so we try to definitely throughout the day, even though our schedule is completely different, we try to still come visit each other in our offices and and escape for a lunch here or there midweek. We did that this week. It was like, hey, you know, we have some business to take care of. Let's go to lunch. So we're constantly trying to make sure that business comes around our life and not the other way around. But it's a struggle. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real.
0: Yeah. But it sounds like you're being intentional about it.
2: That's what I would say is that it's uh, just like a top stays balanced, but it only does that with momentum. You have to give it some energy. Otherwise it'll topple over. So I think, there's no such thing as true balance, right? It's going to run out. At some point, you get tired, yes. you get upset at each other, and you're like, I hate this woman. And she's like, ah, I hate you. <laughs> so anyhow, you know, it's just part of life. But um, I just heard someone talking on another show. He it said, it's not about... Who you can live with is who you can't live without.
0: That part. That
2: momentum in our relationship helps to keep it balanced because when I see that things may not be going the way Maria wants or that they are going the way she wants, then I just get behind that with energy and support it. And I can definitely, at least I think I do, I can definitely say from Maria's end when I have things going the way that I want them to go or they're not, she's there to get behind me and, and add that momentum behind it. Which, like you said, then, you know, creates a bit of balance, at least for some time until that momentum runs out.
0: Yeah. And it's really more so like I like to think of it like harmony. Right. Because sometimes I am going to lean more towards work. Right. Like depending on if I got projects or if it's a new client or something, like you said, go as planned, then I might be spending a little bit more time over here. So I might topple that way. A little bit but i'm still knowing that okay mr young is on this other side and he sure enough gonna pull pull these coattails (laughs) if i topple a little bit too far over to the left he gonna be like uh yeah ma'am the look i'm over here like what we doing Right. So we you still gotta
2: give a little bit of energy,
0: that part, that part. And then I get my life together. Right. And I'll be like, okay, Maria, I'm going to be offline at the five o'clock. Cause you know, I got to be over here with Mr. Young. And so I think that's just super important. And I love how you guys are equally committed to supporting each other. Right. It's like, it's not one or the other is more important. It's like, how do we do this together? And how do we align what we both have going on? And Maria, you actually answered one of my other questions because I was going to ask, how do you guys balance your personal and professional lives since you guys
1: live and work in the same space? It is challenging, but I will say this. You know, it was a popular like sound on social media. Like when you see me, you see her or I forgot how. (laughs) But like when I'm working for clients at (laughs) events, when you see me, you're going to see my husband because most of the time, because it's like, hey, we have to make them come together whenever it's yes. possible. You know, sometimes there are times, of course, where, you know, he won't come with me. But if it's like a social event, an after hours thing, a trip, we try to definitely make room for each other in that, for respect, for one. But also, I want my husband to see the people that I work with. I want to introduce mm-hmm. him because I work with some amazing people, you included, um, Mrs. Young. So that's something that we begin to share together as well. And I think the more that we can create, like, bonding in situations to where he knows who I'm talking about, he knows these situations, yeah. I think that's really valuable for, for our relationship. Yeah. Would you agree, Rick?
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. I, um, I think that that's it. It's being flexible. I use a lot of illustrations when I think of things and I, you know, from previous careers and stuff like that, you got to have one another's back. But I know that in a different sense, as uh, being a firefighter, uh, not paying attention so much to what the person on the nozzle is doing, but paying attention to what's happening in the room, because that helps the person on the nozzle to know what's going on. And sometimes I think as men, you know, I don't want to step off topic here, but we can get a little too concerned about being the person that has the nozzle in our hand. And uh, just something I learned, especially for like like your husband, people like that, just chill, be smooth. You don't have to be the person that's doing it. Cause you are doing it. Cause it, I think part. he said something like that. I am to misquote him. But if you are supporting your wife and it's getting done, you are doing it. That's you know, right. so it's it's just understanding that you're you really have a person's back. So being flexible in that way.
0: It's so interesting that you say that. And, you know, I'm going to just have to go into this a little bit because what Maria didn't tell y'all is we love having our husbands with us when we out here in these streets doing this work with these events. Because what you ain't going to do is ever come for me and Maria. Okay. That's what you're not going to do. Because we got big bros and husbands right on site. That's like, try it if you want to. Okay. And the beauty of it is when we build those relationships, like now Rick and James have built their own relationship based off of the work that we've been doing, right? And so now it's like, oh, this is really dope because even then you guys understand our frustrations in a way that other people don't. And you can support us in ways that other people don't even realize that we need support. And I love that illustration about having the nozzle in the hand and just being there. The fact of you guys being in the room, that's 10 times worth more than anything because we know whatever happens in this room somebody in this space got me yes and I don't have to worry about nothing and I'm gonna put them on the spot a little bit here Maria not to mention me and Maria have a tendency to be like bro can you go get we forgot <laughs> to do can you run to the store anybody go get the Starbucks <laughs> we forgot a tablecloth that's <laughs> Mr. Young it's like maria taking out garbage he like what you doing you don't take out garbage give me this they'll do the setup for us all the things so i don't know about y'all ladies that with all this independent stuff talking about y'all don't need no man yeah i love y'all but i can't subscribe to that theory okay because i'm gonna need all my mr
1: yuck exactly (laughs) i need my mr more you know all the time but i think you make a good point with that too g in that like their presence And their support is priceless because like you said, we are in a lot of high stress situations in the sense of like, we're constantly launching new products, launching new things for clients, being in the forefront. And sometimes that can get like super overwhelming, stressful, and you know, you become very anxious. And to always know like, Hey, I got my number one right here, not only in my corner, but here supporting me. And I can't count the amount of times to where if I'm at an event or I'm at like a function, and I just need a moment to like escape all of the insane things that go on. I know that my mm-hmm. husband's gonna be there and I can just take that moment just to breathe. And as black women, now I'm gonna make the conversation focus on that. Sometimes we don't get that moment just to, to breathe, right? So again, yeah. the value is definitely there with them just being present and they're supporting us.
0: And I think that's a very real conversation though, right? And I think it's still really relevant because as black women, We don't get that space. And especially in entrepreneurship, sometimes we have to work twice as hard just to prove that we're just as good as anybody else in this industry. Right. Especially if we're working in a male dominated industry where we're mostly working with males. We got to work 10 times as hard. We got to try and use our voice 10 times stronger, louder to be heard. We got to work. 10 times as hard just to be seen and heard in most cases. And so I think it's really relevant when you have a partner that is so supportive and it's like, I'm going to just listen, right? I had a hard day. I'm going to just listen and can even offer feedback for us in some of these situations. And that's the thing I think I love about Rick and James because they'll just listen when we need them to listen, but they'll also be like, blah, blah, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, Mr. Young in a hot second will be like, you ain't got to do that. And he used words <laughs> that I probably can't say on this show, y'all. <laughs> oh, that's
2: why I love it. In a
0: hot second, he'll be like, tell that blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, well, babe, I can't say it in them kind of words because, you know, that's a union man. They be cussing and all kind of stuff in the same. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't say it like that. And he'd be like, yes, you can. And he'd be like, you want me to tell him? And I'd be like, "Uh, maybe not. Maybe not, but I'll figure it out. But I think that's the beauty of it.
2: That's why I love it.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, the thing that I love about you guys and, you know, men like Rick and James is that you're not caught up in this ego trip. Like I can't be there for her. I can't support her in this kind of way because that doesn't go with what society has deemed Men should do, or what men should be doing in terms of a relationship and stuff like that. So, I want to talk a little bit about that, Rick. Tell me your thoughts around
2: that. Wow. I I will tell you this I wasn't raised, my dad might hear it. But, anyways, (laughs) I wasn't raised in a family where I would say that.
0: Closure is, Daddy. Closure (laughs)
2: is. I wasn't raised in a family where that was really taught well. The men that raised me taught me to be. Dominant. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that I don't understand that, but I, I can say that they weren't married to a woman like I. No I, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I read a lot and I listen to a lot. I believe it was Rick Rigsby that said that ego is the anesthesia mm. that deadens the pain of stupidity. Wow. So if I put that into perspective, As men, sometimes we let ego get in the way of the stupid things we do, and we we create a lot of pain and a lot of things that we don't accept responsibility for because of ego. Warren Buffett said that America will succeed now because we finally decided to start using our best asset. And someone asked what it was. He said women. He was like, for so long, women were not used. And he's like, now we have them right there fighting with us. There's no way we can lose. And William Golding made the statement that women are foolish to think that they're equal to men because they are so much greater. You give a wow. woman something minor and she'll turn it into something great. And he talked about like how children come about. You give a woman flour and water, you have biscuits in no time. So women really are special in that way. And I, I kind of went on, off on a you know, things I've read and stuff there, but I say all that to say that uh, I was raised a certain way, but thanks to God, I will say, I know enough to study Mm. and and come to find that Maybe I don't know it all. So you learn how to uh, adapt and change. And uh, again, I'm married to a woman who know not to her personality, but she ain't (laughs) taking that. So you learn to work with her and and be flexible and adapt and you support that. And, And as you do, then you I think I've grown a lot and I definitely know together we have. So does that answer the question?
0: It does more so. And I'm going to need all the men out there paying attention and taking notes because this is the real deal right here. So tell me, what are some of y'all best relationship saver tips for like the other entrepreneurs out there who want to like stay happy on this entrepreneurial journey?
1: People always want to talk about winning, yes. right? If you learn how to lose with your spouse, you're mm. untouchable. You have to learn how to lose with them because it's everybody's happy when the checks are coming in and you're in the nicest house, you're driving their nicest cars, you can go on the nicest dates or whatever, travel here and there. But if you're with someone as an entrepreneur and when things aren't going that way, if you're able to still love that person, believe in that person, push that person... Learning how to fail together is a must in a marriage when you are bringing entrepreneurship in the mix because I can't tell you how many businesses we've had flop or how many contracts have, you know, fell through or we got a terrible client, they don't want to pay us. But our relationship was solid to know like, okay, we not winning in our bank account or we not winning with this client, but we still winning together. And even though that business venture may have failed or that deal fell through, it was separate from our relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are failing, learn how to do that together to where it's not affecting your relationship. That would be like one of my top tips on like, hey, it's cool to win together. We we like it. We like to, you know, go to nice places, but Mm -hmm. when we down... And we still together and vibing, that is like so valuable and not everyone can do that. So that's special to us. That's good.
0: That's like a whole thing, Maria. We might have to come back and talk about that. (laughs) Failing and losing with your spouse. That's some good stuff. Rick, did you want to add anything to that? I want to hear your best relationship saver tip for the people out there. And then I got a specific question for Rick that I want to hear.
2: I would say be careful of the expectations that you set. Look through the experiences. Mm. And it goes a lot with what Maria was saying, learning to lose together. Everybody gets married hoping to be comfortable together. But uh, we all know what the outcome of life is if it goes on long enough. It's not a life of comfort. You're supposed to be there to support one another. Uh, Everybody says for better or worse. And it's like they only remember the better part. (laughs) Yep. But... We expect to deal with illness and, and things of that nature. So learn to be discomfortable together. Uh, soldiers, when they get ready for battle, they're not thinking about when they, when they win. They're thinking about the experience of what they're getting ready to go to. They got to toughen themselves up mm-hmm. to get ready. So I just say that to speak to the, the point that Maria said, that if you learn how to lose together, uh, you're always actually winning because a good loss, taking a good loss, taking it the right yes. way is a win. It didn't destroy you. And then couples are looking at you like, man, me and my wife, we've been done after that. And it's like, I bet you would have, but not us. You know, we built different, as people like to say. So uh, I like how Maria put that. And I would just second that by saying, be careful of expectations. Just look to the experiences. We got a lot of experiences. I actually forgot I had a cleaning company. Maria, remember that experience? I'm like, yeah, I guess we did that for about a good, you know, four or five years. So it's like, I don't know how I forgot. Remember the experiences and it makes life grand.
0: Oh, I love that. I love, love, love that. Okay. So Rick, question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your best tip for the men out here who have entrepreneurial women in their lives?
2: Mm. Woo. The best tip for men that has an entrepreneurial woman, I would say this. A lot of men like to compete. We like to, competitive nature and being aggressive in it uh, like you said uh james was a union guy so even in uh those yes. type of conversations it, it's aggression you know we're, we're trying to get to a point and we're gonna get there however you know we got to that part <laughs> but a woman is different and uh, my wife has taught me a lot along with reading and studying because sometimes my wife will say something and I'm like that's just your thought but then you go read and you study something you're like no she's she's spot on a woman deserves to be treated differently than we do men. And sometimes as husbands, we forget that. We, we step out in the world, we'll see a little girl, and she twists her ankle. You might be the nicest person in the world helping that little girl, but your wife says, my ankle hurts. And you're like, well, babe, we almost to the car. You know, you got to <laughs> slow down and be more thoughtful about who you're supporting as your wife. And uh, without me rambling any longer, I would just say ultimately the big tip to men would be drop the competitive side, drop the aggression and mm. learn to take on that side of you that your wife can come. You guys both express being able to talk to your husband. You you got to become a listening ear. Yeah, Become that man that... Uh, that doesn't mind like you said you guys got the trash or you got to drive a long ways or you got to do this or that be that person that can mm-hmm. take care of those things and uh, support in any way you can and uh the song 100 ways comes to mind as james ingram says she'll find 100 ways to give that back to you if you if you show up first.
1: yes yeah that was good babe
2: yeah, I feel like I'm I forgive r- this r- gonna be three hours
0: long. <laughs> <somehow>. <laughs> no, it's perfect. you dropping some real gems, and I think really making us understand how important it is to keep the other side's perspective in mind, right? As we're going through this, yeah. because I think a lot of times when we are trying to balance work, we're trying to balance life. You know, you got kids you the provider or you're the father, the mother, and then anything else that might be going on in life, right? Because other stuff is happening. Sometimes we forget that that's my partner. We're both after yeah. the same outcome. We're both after the same goal. And so I got to be conscious of how I'm treating them on this journey because they're on this journey with me. And I think a lot of times when our partners are not in our day-to-day, that can be easy to forget sometimes, right? Because it's like, oh, you don't understand. But do they really? Because guess what? When I'm working late on a Thursday night, I'm just saying, Maria, know what I'm talking about. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Rick knows what you're talking Look, about too. Now, I just, Rick <laughs> I just say
0: and Rick know what I'm talking about too. When I'm working late on a Thursday night, guess who also yeah. feels that pain of me working late on that Thursday night, right? It's my partner because guess what? You ain't about to see me until Friday morning, sir. You're gonna be well good and sleep by the time I get done. So they're in this with you. They may not necessarily be in the day-to-day. But as you said, they're still having that experience with you. And we need to be conscious of that. So, Maria, I have a question for you. What's your favorite thing about having Rick
1: as your partner in this journey and supporting you? Ooh, Gwendolyn coming with the (laughs) question. Oh, my favorite thing about my husband being my partner Anyone who knows me knows that I think outside of the box. And I have probably about a thousand boxes that I'm thinking outside it's of. more than that. Yes. My yes. husband <laughs> has never, out of every business idea, out of every crazy thing, like, hey, babe, let's do this. Let's try this for business. He has never once told me no or not supported wow. me. I can say, let's go get pink ponies, paint them purple, sell them in the <laughs> middle of Atlanta for $2 each. He going to be like, when we going? When we leave? What kind of car I need to get to get the goats? He's not going to ask me how, wh- where are you going to get this from? How we going to go? He is a ride or die on a different level. And once I've convinced him that it's like, hey, I'm really serious about this, he's going to think a ways to how he can support me in what I'm trying to do and like how he can just always like make it easier for me to get to where I'm going. And that's in a physical sense, in a mental place, in a spiritual place, what can he do to contribute? Cause he's not lazy or a bum by any means just because I'm thinking of the thought he's rolling up his sleeves right there to say, Hey, yeah. how can I jump in to, to make it easier to take the load off of you to get to where this big thing I, I see that you see, He'll say, I don't see it yet, babe, but you know, I'm trusting (laughs) your vision. I'm trusting what you say, you know. But that's my favorite thing about him. And that spills over into other parts of our relationship, too. He lets me be who I am. And without, like, judging me for it, without, like, saying, hey, you gotta change this about yourself. You gotta be this way. But he's always allowed me to be Myself with him, all my crazy ideas, with all my wildness. I'm, I'm a wild woman, g. You know that with like the ideas and imagination. But he just just sit there and be like, okay, babe. Knowing them well, some of them ideas are pure trash, right? I not that. I won't say that. No,
0: so that's my favorite thing. That's
1: my favorite thing.
0: I love it. So, one final question for y'all: How do you guys take space away
1: from work? and entrepreneurship to just be? Well, this is not a strength of mine because by nature, I won't say I'm a workaholic, but I enjoy the majority of the work that I do. So sometimes it doesn't feel like work to me. But unwinding, Rick has really helped me to appreciate how good it can feel when I see a client calling and not to answer it, right? (laughs) He's like, babe, you don't have to answer that message. You don't have to answer that email right now. And the power in that Like, just unplugging and, like, I even have a different laptop. I I think me and you were talking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, personal laptop, work laptop. Like, keep them separated. Because, you know, 2023, we do a lot of things online. But if you have that separation of, like, hey, this is what I'm doing for personal and this is what I'm doing for business. So, Rick has really helped me see, like, I don't have to answer every call, every text, every um, email, I can take a moment to just hit that do not disturb, sit my phone down, forget where it's at, and go do whatever. Um, but specifically, after cutting the core or disconnecting or whatever, we like to pamper ourselves. Me and Rick will go get massages, go get pedicures, going to eat at restaurants. So we're definitely like explorers in the sense of like, let's go do something. But most of all, I would say too, we got our shows and we just cool. Just be in the bed, just Netflix
2: and chilling as the I young
1: people it. say we, we, we cool just at home I too. think that implies other things Oh, but... we married they
0: <laughs> they I was going to say we's married folks what should I say I'm married <laughs> now no. that could very well be a, a very great way to get away from work I'm just saying yeah, absolutely <laughs> it happens y'all already know mr younger tap in a hot second and be like i'm gonna need that midnight snack tonight okay <laughs>
2: <Just saying. laughs> oh, that's Listen, it.
0: don't be and don't be out there judging us because some of y'all is grown and not married and y'all getting these midnight snacks so don't be judging okay roll your ass <laughs> somewhere else i'm just saying. <laughs> I absolutely absolutely love 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 it any final words that y'all want to say before we sign off
1: Ooh, I would say this is a conversation that doesn't like get heard a lot I love this conversation and like talking to people who are married who are both entrepreneurs and who struggle with the balance so I like this conversation. I think it needs to be had a lot more because listen, we giving advice, but we take advice too. So y'all talk about it some more so we can get some of y'all tips too. Definitely a work in progress.
2: I would say my final word since it is a show for entrepreneurs, especially if someone is married or as many people do considering marriage. My dad would always tell me if you let fear get in the way, you're going to not do things that you would have been great at. And he was like, if you look at kids, they'll get in the back of their dad's truck bed and jump out of it no problem but you get our age and it's like i'm not jumping out of this i didn't roll my ankle so we let fear get in the way of experiences again if i use that term that you can create so like maria brought up even if you're winning or if you're losing uh it's still an experience in that that only you and that person that you shared it with will be able to understand what it really meant and what you were doing and it just makes you stronger so I would just tell any couples or people considering marrying someone and you brought up the independent women. There's men out there that will let you be independent and you and and you can work together in that, you know, so uh, don't be afraid of trying and having those experiences.
0: I love it. Rick and Maria, thank you so much for sharing today and saying yes to coming on the show. Beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, a healthy relationship can impact your life in a myriad of ways, ways that can help you be happier, more uh, upbeat, more excited about your entrepreneurial journey and the work that you do. You don't have to sacrifice one or the other just because. Right. You don't have to do that just because you're on this entrepreneurial journey. If you're intentional, like you heard them say, if you're committed, then you can find a way to align it all and still have harmony in both areas of your life. So until next time. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating and review. I'll see you next week.